celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Can I tell you how happy I am to have a computer that works? Yeah. They had to do a whole system restore, and then they updated software. You, You do a lot of promiscuous surfing. So I'm wondering, you know, with your social what do you network. Mean by that, Hal? Well, did you get a virus? Maybe just a small, you know, you, you, you've been out there twittering and, and face. You mean like a, a CYT? A cyberly transmitted disease? Cyberly. No, because I axed I the guys. Got the official the techno guys that were, that, and I would assume that they tell me the truth behind their very thick rim glasses. They said, no, it, I'm really lucky. Can I mention the name of the laptop? Because it rhymes with schmell. And um, <laughs> it's been really good because it's five years old. I've never had a problem with it. Well, but this one was a big one. It was that the drivers decided to die. So they said that's kind of normal, but they didn't find anything nasty or subversive on it. Okay. How? I'm just checking. I'm just yeah, checking yeah, it. Sure. You gotta uh-huh. go there, don't you? Yeah. Well, we have one of those Dells in the studio. Yeah. Well, hey, my Dell system. is a backup. I'm a Mac girl. I, I'm faithful See, to my and, Mac laptop. Now, and Hal can attest to this. My first computer was also a Mac, and so I went from Mac to PC, and it was just because they're cheap. So I'm into cheap thrills. Sure. Let's let's be honest. Uh, wow. Is this all today's show, Judy? Yeah, I know, Judy. Four interviews. What's with you? I know. Take the Ritalin away from Judy. <laughs> She's working. Can we overtime. talk about as as we have renamed him Balloon Punk? Balloon Punk. Oh, the kid that went uh, flying. Oh. Across, didn't go flying across Colorado. Little Falcon Heaney and his little media whore family. Oh. A- at the time, it gave us all the number one Halloween costume this year. Oh, are you going as a flying I, saucer? Oh yeah, I, I got my mylar. I got my box. I got my string. I just got to find out how I can get the cops to chase me for two hours. I've been wondering <laughs> what that was. We're of course all dressed today in our costumes because it is Halloween, and I was wondering what that Boo. was. <laughs> I didn't want to ask boy. you what it I'm was balloon boy. I thought you might. Be be offended if I asked you what it was. No. No. <laughs> Couldn't resist. It was there. And uh, now, how many years have you worn that uh, cow costume, Judy? That's This is your like sixth or seventh year we we're in the cow costume. How delicate of yeah. you to mention that, I, Hal. But everybody knows me by that. It is sort of her trademark. Yes, it is. Can I play with your udders? <gasps> hey. Hey, hey. Family hey. show. I'm sorry about that. Family Big show. show. And I can prove family show today. One of the Oak Ridge boys will be joining us. Woo-hoo. Just one? Uh, is it just I one? I don't know. Could be all of them. Okay. Who knows? We all don't right. know yet. They're apparently big animal lovers, and I didn't know yeah. that until uh, until I just got this prep sheet in front of me today. But they have a brand new single out called Mama's Table. And they want to come on Animal Radio to promote it. <laughs> what do you know about that? Also on the show today, Andrea Arden. She's a very well-known uh, dog expert. Where are my notes? She's on Animal Planet. Yeah. NBC's Today Show. Mm-hmm. She'll be joining That's us. That's where today. I know her. Animal Planet. Yeah. And uh, what is that? Is that what I smell in the studio right Doesn't now? It this smell good. It's called Vanilla Woof. Is it dog perfume? Excuse me. Dog <laughs> perfume. Dog <laughs> perfume. Can you smell it in your booth there? Uh huh. Yeah. It's, oh, little. It's an interesting aroma. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. I just love it. It's just. It's for in between baths. It smells like obsession, and I can't believe you're uh, actually using perfume on your dog. Dressing it up, you know, that was. I. I said Judy's just gone over the edge a little bit when she starts dressing her dog up, but now with the perfume and everything, Bobby, I think there needs to be an intervention. Well, but we'd have to intervene on a lot of people because she's not the only one. More and more people are dressing their pets up each and every year. So I. <laughs> the, Hell, the only. 
I think you and I are the holdouts. <laughs> but perfume? Perfume? What's wrong with that? You know, hey, it makes the stink smell a little bit better. Would now. you rather have, you know, old dog stink in there or... Wet dog? <laughs> or okay. the aroma that, that she has brought in. Your or, choice. Or the smell of it's your studio. That's why I'm walled off from you guys. Yeah. So we're going to be giving some of that away We've later on? Two gift baskets. Cool. Two gift baskets with this perfume. $90. We'll be talking to the founder of the company in just yes. a few minutes. Also, if you've ever thought of declawing your cat, don't, don't, don't. We'll tell you why. We're actually going to be talking to an expert in just a few minutes about declawing. It's all right here on Animal Radio today. This is Animal Radio. Hey, hey, this is Davy Jones here on Animal Radio. Just want to say look after those animals because they look after you. Have a great time. See you soon. Bye. This is Animal Radio. It's Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. The whole gang is here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Vinny Penn. Joy Turner. Susan Sims. Bobby working on news. More Michael Vick news. More. Uh, yeah, unbelievable. Also on the way, the Oak Ridge Boys are going to be joining us today before the end of the show. And I see Andrea Arden will be joining us uh, in a few minutes, a world-famous author. If you're one of those people that's thinking about declawing your cat, ever thought about it, don't, please don't. We'll tell you why in just a few minutes. We're actually going to be talking to someone who's put together a website called the declawhallofshame.com, and it shows some ugly things related to declawing your cat. It's definitely something you don't want to do. There's alternatives to scratching up that furniture or that screen door. Everyone has to deal with it, and... We'll help you through it without declawing your cats. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, seems to be the only one not dressed for Halloween today. Or are you going to wait till later on, huh? Yes, I'm going, I'm going to wait. I'm still uh, trying to get to know those customs because that's not what we did in <laughs> Russia. You don't have Halloween uh, in Russia? Uh, right now, the people putting it probably Vladimir Putin's uh, suit for the Halloween back oh. in Russia. <laughs> okay. I believe we have Jeanette on the phone. Is it Jeanette? That's right. How are you doing today? I'm fine, thank you. How can we help you? Vladi's here. Thank you for having my call. Um, Hi, I have a two-year-old dog that I picked up from the shelter, uh, part German Shepherd, perhaps in part either Lab or could be Pitbull. And this dog has issues with the car. The day we got him, we couldn't get him into the car. Uh, it, it's just you can see that the dog is terribly frightened. Uh, he's fine with everything else. I've been working with him. I have him, let's say, three, four months now, and I still can't work this out. Uh, if it's here in the house, I can get him in the car in the garage. But if I take him to the park, that's it. He's out of the car, but I cannot get him back in again. So, uh, okay, okay, Janet, let, 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 let me uh, nicely turn her up to you and just give you questions, which would be, for me, like I need to unpuzzle your puzzle, your dilemma. Uh, because I'm once in a while I'm dealing with the problem like that. Um, so uh, we don't know what's happening in the past, and a lot of times people assume the dog had a really bad experience with the driving in the car and uh, maybe being abused in the car and all those things. And in most cases, it is not true. Sometimes it just dog hasn't been um, uh, had a good ex not any experience with driving in the car, and every unknown thing is very scary. I was scared that I have got married. 
But you know what? It's turned out really well at the end. So every unknown thing is it is scary. And our goal is to bring that experience as the positive. But if we can do it positive, the dog must be <coughs> excuse me, a little bit pushed through. So before I give you any additional or ask you any additional questions or give you uh, suggestions, tell please, Janet, to me and to everyone who is listening to us, uh, us right now what you have been doing, what you're doing in order to fix your problem. Okay. I've been feeding him in the car. I put his bowl in the car. Um, he gets out in fine, a little bit coaxing. Uh, that works. Morning, his breakfast, I put him in there, and then in the afternoon, again, I feed him in there. During the day, I'll work with him a little bit and just throw treats in, and he gets in fine. So I thought this would work at the park. It does not work because he's out, and there is no way. It's a 70-pound dog that we have to lift, or I have to get someone to help me get him in. What, what he wants to do in the park, just play with another dog? Uh, no, we walk and uh, we run a little bit. Uh, we'll play fetch. So there is no other dogs around. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, and dogs, but he, he's fine one. with other dogs. Oh no, no, no! I'm talking about uh, the time when he doesn't want to jump in the car. I just oh, no, no, uh, no, 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 no dogs. No, no dogs. Okay, and the park is the only place you take him with you. Yes. I've tried on the sidewalk, uh, on the streets, going to the park, thinking maybe the curb would help, that he, all he has to do mm -hmm. is jump in. I've thrown chicken in and try to get him in that way, but um, I just can't fool him. Okay, so he, <laughs> he's a smart. He has oh, German yeah. Shopper blood in. Listen, Jeanette, as long as your dog has a little bit German Shopper blood, you know, you are, you are okay. We will fix that dog. <laughs> because you probably know. Right? I've had so, German Shepherds all my life, but this is the first time I've ever had this problem. Yeah, because he, you know, sometimes when the guy opened the door, he closed the window. I guess that's happened in your situation. But uh, here's what I will suggest you to do. Uh, number one, I will teach him command in. And what I'm going to do, uh, do you have a crate in your home? Yes, I do. Okay, he goes in the crate? Yes, he does. Good. So do it on the command. And, and come up with uh, something very delicious. All dogs love or American cheese or American hot dog. The best way to make, as we always like to say in this country, to get into the dog's heart for the stomach. So I would suggest fry that hot dogs with butter and garlic powder. And this is going to be the, the only special he's going to get for the accomplishing exercise in so you call him, whatever his name is, let's say Max. You say, Max, in. And uh, with all your body indicates so you want to kind of, don't pull him, give him a chance. Like, in, just a little bit like, like you go in the crate. Whole your body goes in the crate. And he goes in the crate, give him this uh, piece of uh, hot dog. Do it many times, and after increase the distance, say max in, and he needs to run into the crate from any positions. After start to work on that, when your dog is in the car. But when you do the, excuse me, uh, yes, but do it when your dog is, uh, the vehicle is in the garage, that's because it's more familiar that's to right. you. That's where it works. It works yes, in the garage. Yes, and, and I, I want to do it command in. He needs to know what the command in means. And okay. I want to use... Up. up is no good. No, it should be in. Okay. Because I want to make sure you use the same word uh, with the crate as well. I want to start with the crate. I would like you to listen to me well. I want to start it with the crate. Okay. And after transfer it to the vehicle, which is in the garage. And he's going to get... He's going to get this American hot dog every time fried with butter and garlic, every time when he is in the crate, uh, when he is jump in the vehicle. Okay. Uh, I, will, I will also praise him a lot when he is there and give him maybe additional 
piece of hot dog. And after that, I will I will turn on the uh, turn on the uh, open the garage, of course, and turn on the engine. I will I will do the same procedure. After that, I'm going to put him back in the crate for one two hours. And I'm not going to give him food. Let's say if I'm supposed to feed him in the morning, I'm not going to give him any food in the morning. And uh, I'm going to get my vehicle maybe 100 feet away from my house. And I'm going to repeat that procedure. Now, if this one will not work really well, I will ask somebody else staying with the dog. You go on another side of the vehicle with the open door. As soon as that person say name in, you from the side... from. Uh, Across the vehicle, tell his name, come and show him kalbaza. He jumps, he gets it. Uh, make sure through all that procedure, use Herm Springer pinch color. This is the only color. If you need a little bit support or a little bit push him in, this is the only color I would like you to use. The rest of the color will make it worse. So command in and have to help him with your left hand with this color while another person is coaxing him across uh, staying across the vehicle and through the through, through the um, another door was open and you coaxing him in. That's what things I would do, um, you know. And uh, if it's not gonna work, we need to talk with you more in detail. Please contact me on SoCalDogTraining.com, uh, SoCalDogTraining.com, and uh, but maybe maybe schedule something more detailed consultation. What state you do you live? California. Oh, so maybe you can even see me in your house. Uh, what what city? Uh, Orange County. Boy, you should call me tomorrow. Really? <laughs> there you go. So, SoCal Dog Training is the website, 1-866-405-8405, if you just don't happen to be located in Orange County right now to talk to Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. When it comes to controlling cat box odor, there's no such thing as good enough. Buy the best or smell the rest. In other words, get World's Best Cat Litter with patented formulas made from whole kernel corn. World's Best Cat Litter is 100% natural and scientifically proven to deliver unsurpassed odor control, compact clumping, and longer-lasting use. See what a difference just one bag makes. And for a limited time, save big when you buy. To download a coupon, go to worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. Listen closely. Did you hear that? That's the sound of peace of mind. Peace of mind that comes in convenient, pre-measured packets of Safeguard K9 Dewormer. Just sprinkle the granules on your dog's food twice a year to protect him against the major types of canine intestinal worms. Monthly heartworm prevention programs alone are not enough. Find out how to get the upper hand on intestinal worm infections by visiting www.safeguardfordogs.com. It's so easy to get into debt, and it can be so hard to get yourself out. I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Today, many people find that they have credit card balances that are out of control. And when they realize they're in serious debt, they don't know what to do. If this sounds like you, talk to us before your situation gets worse. If you have over $12,000 in credit card bills, call Debt Settlement USA for a free consultation. We have a proven program that can cut the amount you owe and get you out of debt faster than you think. Every day we help people with too much credit card debt. Find out what we can do for you. Call Debt Settlement USA for a free consultation. Your call is confidential and there's no obligation. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888 888- 
651-751-7788. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is Glenn Close on Animal Radio, urging you to spay or neuter your pet. It's Animal Radio. Gotta speak quietly. The dog is finally getting to sleep there. Yes, and don't say her name, because she wakes up when she hears it. L-A-D-Y-B-U-G. <laughs> she doesn't spell yet, does Not she? Not yet. <laughs> Gotta watch out, because they learn to spell. Yes, they do. They're smart, I'll tell you. I think they're, you know what, I think animals are smarter than humans, and that's why they don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> that's just Sorry. my theory here. And Vlade, uh, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, joining us. And if you have a question for your... Uh, about dog behavior. Well, this is the only guy you want to talk to. He'll help you with that. Uh, animal communicator Joy Turner is on the way. And we have John. Hey, John, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Very good. Where are you? I'm in Oklahoma. 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 What's going fine on? Fine day in It's fine day in Oklahoma. A fine day in Oklahoma. That's actually their motto, isn't it? <laughs> it's a fine day in Oklahoma. Well, most of the time when it's not snowing. Oh yeah. Do you got pets? You got animals? I I do have a dog. Something about my dog. Yeah. What's going on with your dog? I have the doc right here. I got. Oh, a, hi, John. How are you? I'm doing I'm, fabulous. I've got a three-year-old lab. Uh, really active. Uh, the only thing is, when he does have an active day, he uh, tends to have a seizure. Uh, at, you know, at the evening or, or even during. When he's doing his, you know, exercises or when he's hunting. Uh, and I've had a few people uh, that tell me uh, caro syrup in the water and, you know, stuff like that. But I, uh, I'm i a new listener to y'all, and I just figured I'd call in and, and see what you guys had to say. Sure. Now, so he's actually active, and he's running, and he's hunting. He's doing things when this happens? Well, yeah, a few times it's done it whenever he's been hunting, but... Uh, most of the time, it's whenever we get back to the house and he kind of winds down and, uh, you know, then you see him over there and he's got that look in his face like, you know, something's happening. And uh, then, it, you know, it comes on and, uh, you know, I just I just was going to see what y'all thought. Okay. And when he's common or, or... Well, I'm kind of... Can you describe a little bit what he's doing when, when he has these episodes? Is he twitching? Uh, Is he... He's not. He, he tenses up, you know. And it's like his uh, claws come out, you know. And uh, uh, sometimes his old eyes just, you know, get real wide. And uh, uh, you know, if, at first I didn't know what to do, so I just just let him go because you know I've heard uh, human wise, if you know, if you see somebody having a seizure, you you know, you you just let them go. Well, he would he would take off running and he would end up running into trees and stuff so i i you know stopped him from doing that and now i just oh, yeah. pretty much hold him and you know you know kind of comfort him you know it'll it'll take oh 30 seconds or so and then uh he might get over it and you know he'll start panting real heavy and drooling and uh you know then he'll be all right you know he knows something's happened but he, he's all right then you know okay um, so he's actually kind of having what you would describe as a seizure. He's kicking. He's twitching. He's because um, he that's lose consciousness. Yeah, that's what I would. I've never seen anybody have a seizure, but you know that's that's what I would think. You know. 
Okay. Because there's kind of two different ways of thinking here that I would go. And um, Labrador retrievers do have a different type of collapsing episode that can be completely different than a seizure. And they have a, a syndrome called exercise-induced collapse. And um, that can happen. And it, it doesn't always typically look like a seizure. If that syndrome happens, they actually um, can get kind of weak after exercise. Their back legs can give out on them or even get very stiff and kind of seize up. Um, with that condition, they tend to be very aware, um, but their body isn't quite cooperating. Um, right. And that's actually kind of a muscular disease. Um, and actually, my own Labrador had a sibling who, who drowned um, hunting because he had that syndrome. So that is definitely something that, you know, I would kind of look at. But if we're actually having more of what we think is a seizure, where he's kind of kicking, paddling, he's laying on his side, foaming at the mouth, maybe if he loses you know, bodily functions, then that would be more of what I would term as a seizure. And um, one of the biggest and most important things is I'd want to get a blood sample at the time or as close as we can to the time when that's happening. Um, because some things are dynamic and some things can change, um, such as things involving blood sugar. So that would be something I'd want to look at. And there are some hunting dog, what we call hunting dog hypoglycemia problems. And I've seen it more perhaps in pointers um, and some of the other um, bird dogs um, where they actually, after exercise, their blood sugar drops and they go into a seizure. And um, that would be something we need to diagnose with a blood test. Now, uh, I've, I've had, you know, we've done all the blood work, you know, not, not anything close up to, you know, when he's had one of these episodes. And, like, he... He, you know, like you say, he doesn't have, uh, he doesn't lose control of his, you know, bodily functions or anything. Or, you know, I I have noticed that uh, sometimes, you know, he is weak in the legs, but, uh, you know, it's just kind of scary. At at first it was, but, you know, we kind of, you know, we kind of know it's going to happen. And uh, when he gives us that look, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. but I I just didn't know if there was anything that I can do. You know, I feed him a... uh, uh, Science Diet has a new high energy food out now, and uh, I've started feeding him that. Uh, you know, I didn't know if there was anything else that I could do that, uh, you know, medically wise or uh, anything. What you guys thought, you know? Sure. Um, I guess the big thing is if the blood work looks good and we're not really worried about, you know, the low blood sugar problem or the other condition that I've mentioned, and we're thinking more of like a true seizure disorder, um, I'd say two things. One, yeah, there are definitely some anti-seizure medicines that we can look into and try for him. Um, So that would definitely be something that I would consider. Um, The drug phenobarbital is probably one of the more commonly used anti-seizure medicines in dogs. Um, Sometimes we'll also use a drug called potassium bromide. Um, Both of those are very um, useful for helping to manage um, seizures. Now, the hard reality might be that, you know, he may not be a great candidate for hunting because a lot of dogs, whether we're dealing with a seizure problem or some of these other collapse episodes, you know, we could really have... um, a seizure more likely when we have activity, high excitement, all that kind of thing. So it might be in his best interest, um, you know, to kind of consider his lifestyle and what he does, um, especially if that triggers a seizure um, on a, you know, fair amount of the time. So probably not what you want to hear from me there, but um, that might be a, a choice you have to make for his his good and for his benefit. That's all right. You know, he and I don't hunt him that much. Uh, it's just he likes to do it. And, and another bad thing or it's not a bad thing he's got two neighbor collie dogs 
and they they have races up and down the fence all day long, and uh, and that's sometimes you know I think you know that's he's a he's not a fat dog he doesn't have an ounce of fat on him and, and those collies keep him from you know he's he's really in shape, uh, <laughs> but but, uh, but you know I, I understand what you're saying and uh, it's just uh, you know we didn't know the the pill the you know, the seizure medicine-wise, you know, I, I'd hate to give him that whenever, you know, it's not necessary or, you know, if it's just maybe keeping him from running so much. Yeah, and I'd say if the activity, if, if curtailing that really intense activity helps to decrease that, that might be all you need to do for right now. Um, but for a lot of pets with seizures, you know, medicine is a kind of a way of life um, where it has to be given on a regular basis, um, you know, to help prevent that. It's not real useful if there's already a seizure. We want to try to give it to prevent the seizure. So so hopefully that will help out your baby there. I have my own labs. I love them dearly, so I'm with you there. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio, one eight six. 6-6-4-0-5-8-4-0-5. It's all about candy now for me. It's about the, uh, the Tootsie Rolls. I love the Tootsie Rolls, the uh, Twizzlers. Oh, love the licorice. Oh, you're a big red licorice guy, aren't you? Yeah, and I'll actually be taking the studio stunt dog out if Judy allows me to tonight to go trick-or-treating. Get more candy that way, oh, huh? Oh, sure. Ah, sure. That's sad, Hal. What are you dressing up your animals as? Give us a call. one 405 Dr. Debbie on the way. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, Vinnie Penn. Right now, animal communicator Joy Turner is on with Steve. Hey, Steve. Hi. Good afternoon. How are you doing? I'm fine. Thank you. How can we help you? Well, I'm driving uh, up state New York, and I have my uh, my little doggie in the back of the car with me. And about three, four months ago, I had to put my cat to sleep. And about two years ago, I had to put my other dog to sleep. And you always feel a little guilty putting your animals to sleep because you don't know whether or not it's really the right time. Sure. So I'll, I'll leave the choice to Joy to who she would rather communicate with if she, if she, if she would. Okay, well, I need the names of all of those animals, please. Well, my dog in the back of the car now, his name is Bowser. And my cat I had to put to sleep a couple of months ago is named Shemp. Like from the Three Stooges, Shemp. <laughs> okay. And my doggy was named Louie, but it was spelled L-O-O-E-Y. Okay, and they're going to all just sort of jump in here at one time and say that they're not going to choose who's going to go first, because typically if I were going to do that, I would ask, them who wants to go first they decided they would all go first they all the ones that are on the other side want to say for you not to worry that they think you did a perfect job of the timing they think that you always know in your heart even though your mind may question it your heart knows when it's appropriate to let them go and they think you did a great job they don't have any complaints or any problems with what you did or how it was done or anything else so they want you to rest easy about those two things. They say, will you please? Oh, that's great. Thank you. Okay, and Bowser says he's not ready yet, so don't put him down. Okay. He's being a funny dog. That was intended uh, oh. to be funny. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, because he's pretty young. I'm very young. Well, that's why he thinks it was so funny, because it's so not his time, apparently, in a very obvious I'll tell you time. what, he, he does make me laugh all the time. If if dogs have senses of humor, he's like, uh, 
maybe a professional comedian. He says he actually has a very great sense of humor, and if any other people could actually hear him, he thinks he'd be a stand-up comic. <laughs> That's the way I feel all the time. <laughs> he's a very funny boy. Yeah. And he's very yeah. happy being with you, and he really says not to worry about ever in years and years and years to come. He's sure you'll do the right thing for him, too. In the meantime, right. he's just going to keep you laughing. <laughs> there you go, That's Steve. Good. Thank you. There you go. Okay. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to animal communicator Joey Turner or Debbie. Bloody. Oh, gang, we're here for you. Animal Radio is brought to you by Blue, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family, so feed them like family with Blue. Blue, good food, by the way. You know, yes, good stuff. Always good to have a sponsor that you really like. Yes. This is Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter made from whole kernel corn. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Summer research shows cat owners are more likely to come across MRSA around their home. In recent years, the drug-resistant germ has been showing up in pets like birds, cats, dogs, horses, rabbits, and rodents. The Center for Hygiene and Health in Home and Community at Simmons College in Boston tested all kinds of services and found MRSA in nearly half the homes tested. Homes with cats were eight times more likely to have MRSA in the home. For protection, the researchers suggest not just washing your hands after handling pets, but not letting the pet lick anyone on the face. And also, never wash your pet food dishes in the same sink you wash your dishes in. And we know the bears at Jellystone Park loved picnic baskets, but did you know the bears in Yosemite prefer the contents of minivans? Wow. It's true. The Journal of Mammalology released data that showed black bears and their reports collected on vehicle break-ins. Over 900 of them reported in Yosemite National Park between 2001 and 2007. The stats showed 26% of vehicles broken into by the bears were minivans. Ah. Which makes sense. Oh, Those yeah. are with the kids yeah. and the cookies and the, and so there you go. <laughs> Second on the list were the SUVs with small cars and sedans following with a much lower percentage of bear break-ins, <laughs> at least in Yosemite. And Cody the cat went from Dallas to Chicago courtesy of UPS. Nobody knew that. Cody jumped into a two-by-three-foot box being packed by his owner and made himself quite at home in the packing material. The folks at the Cairo One Wellness Center in Woodstock, Illinois, opened the box to find a black and white cat snoozing. The staff called the number on Cody's collar, and after spending the night at the vet's office, he flew back home, this time in a cat carrier. The clinic, by the way, made him patient of the month. Isn't that nice? I love it. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Did you know being left unattended outside can put cats at risk for injuries and sickness? Feline leukemia and feline AIDS is much more prevalent among outdoor cats. Indoor cats live longer. Think about keeping your furry friend indoors. Get more tips from Dr. McPete at www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. This is Animal Radio, baby. That? Two gift baskets. Wow. Yeah. Hey, Lucky Devil, you. Judy's wrangled two gift baskets to give away. 
in just a few minutes. We're going to actually be talking to the people that uh, run this business here. It's perfume for dogs, ladies and gentlemen. I do perfume. Uh, the studio smells a little bit fruity right now. <laughs> I think it's good. one 405 8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, standing right here. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I am doing good. I can't do a Russian accent no, for the life can't. of me. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, hi, uh, John? Yes. I, I don't know where Vlade is. I, he was Vlade here. is here. Oh, hey, Vlade. Vlade is doing? here. What were you yes, doing on I the was floor? Just, I was just thinking. I, I wanted to give you a chance a little bit to talk to the John with the Russian accent, but I think it didn't work <laughs> for you really well. No. I... Ah, yes. This is, this is wonderful. This is John uh, De Pavel. Hey. Oh, John. I already love you before even you asked me the question. What country are you from? I know you're from United States, but what originally, or your parents? Uh, I'm from St. Paul, Minnesota. Oh, so, okay, so in Minnesota, <laughs> you have... I, a, I'm just messing have, with you, Vladdy. Yeah, you have almost <laughs> as good accent as I have. Boy. Yeah, well, you see, I, I always hear the XM commercial with you, uh, you know, messing up the commercial and take 18, <laughs> oh, and yeah. I figured I'd toss a little flack your way. It's about time. Uh. <laughs> yeah, do you uh, recognize a Michigan accent in my accent, or...? Yes, not? yes. I think you. it, it sounds like you're from Detroit. Oh. Detroit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm in Detroit. Yeah, you, you're right. You're absolutely, I, I, I really admire what you. I don't want to say any word, but I admire what you just was thinking about. Everybody, we understood with each other. I don't think really Hale and Judy understood what you what you meant in the last phrase. But anyway, Jen, please let me know how can I how can I help you. Well, I am an over-the-road trucker, and uh, I, I heard that you guys get this question once a week, but I just started listening, so I haven't heard the answer to the question, but uh, I am uh, I just, just passed uh, this last week, I passed the five-year mark of my best friend passing away, hmm. uh. and I'm, uh, I'm, I guess I, I want to know people's opinions on what might be a good choice. Uh, for a trucker as far as what kind of, I guess, dog to look for. Wonderful, John. I admire your question. Uh, it's not just you are the wonderful guy with the brilliant accent. You also, uh, <laughs> you also the guy who just asking the right questions in the right time. Because if you're asking the wrong questions, you're gonna get the wrong answer. So you wanna make sure you get a, you, you will be driving in the right direction and in the wrong excuse me and in the right car uh, at the right time. Okay. Do you would you prefer to have a big dog, mid-sized dog, or the little dog? I don't know. That's kind of uh, my last one was a mid-size. He was a Chinese cocker spaniel, so I think I like that size. Um, maybe bigger, maybe like a Springer mm -hmm. spaniel would be a good size. Mm -hmm. Okay, those two breeds which you just mentioned, oh, I have a few problems with them. And again, whoever people listen to me right now, don't momentarily try to send me angry letters and telling me they are just beautiful and wonderful. I know they do, but, uh, you know, I mean, I, I'm sick and tired, John, with that. Really, I mean, it, it, sometimes you just... I don't want to go any further than that. But anyway, there is the... I'm not breedist or, 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 or racist or feminist, but you know what? I just tell the people truth as it is. And if I am dealing with a lot of problems, dogs, because people don't call me if they don't have a problem with the cocker spaniels, it means we have a problems with this breed, but it doesn't mean everyone is the bad. It's just happening. It's a, it's a likely. I mean, as as it's always appropriate to find a good dog or 
my first choice will be shelters, of course, if there is something, you know, you can love uh, and, and, and rescue the puppy or young dog or the big dog. But if not, go just to the reputable breeder. But if you ask my own opinion, if I would do, if, if I would suggest my relatives and friends, I would not, I would not get this dog. What I would do, what I would get from this type of the range, I would shoot for Barack Obama dogs. I would get Portuguese <laughs> water dog. Would be awesome dog. Not just because it became dog in fashion. I love Portuguese water dog. I train them a lot for the Russian military, uh, like retrievers. They were jumping yeah. uh, underwater and uh, like retrieving such an items uh, like with the divers. Amazing yeah. dogs. Amazing okay. dogs. I love them a lot. If you're looking for if you're looking for the small dog, I know you probably not into that but my choice would be well i Jean. really I, I i don't i don't mind the smaller dogs i i kind of like something like a pug maybe a pug would be wonderful have no problems have no problems with the pug with the big eyes and cute face <laughs> i like pugs they're really, I, I, I don't do, i don't see any problems with them however i do need something to make noise if somebody's gonna try to break into my truck uh I need something to wake me up and yeah, but you know, in this country, we have more lawyers than dogs. So you know, it's just <laughs> <laughs> well, the you know, Vladi, Vladi, those are one in the same. Ah, what? What? Ah. <laughs> well, tell me, I, I misheard what you just said. <laughs> I said those are one in the same. A lawyer, meaning oh, the lawyer is the same as the dog. Yeah. Okay, I guess you are as politically correct as me. Uh, we, we probably <laughs> need to we need to get together and have some drink with you, of course. You know, yeah. every. Every dog can be easily taught to bark, and here is my advice: is here is that's what one of my strongest point because I train them for KGB, so true as the bodyguards, as the spy dogs. So boy, it's so easy. It's hard to do vice versa, but to develop alertness in the dog, boy, just having like a good shot of vodka with you, it's so easy. All yes, that you yes. need to. All what you need to do, just make sure get your get your dog in your van. Excuse me, in your in your truck when it's dark. And after ask someone <gasps> approaching from the side and the knock, make the noises, something in the back scratching in your vehicle, <gasps> and your dog just look around and you say two words: Who is this? Who is this? Who is this? <laughs> and. Who's this? Uh, that's what it is. It's easy. It's easy. It's don't don't worry about it. The world famous Russian dog wizard actually training someone to uh, make a noisy dog. Is that correct? Is that what I'm catching here? I guess that's what's happening. <laughs> John, I really enjoy speaking with you. Hey, shoot me email at uh, Animal Radio. Uh, Vladi at animalradio.com or just through my socaldoctoring.com if you hey, Vladi, really consider Vladi, this is Pavel uh, what part of country are you in right now? Uh, I am in Southern California hey, this uh, is another person? Uh, yes, this is this is Pavel uh, prob- what do you mean, problem? <laughs> no, oh. I said this is Pavel <laughs> I'm just, with mess, I'm just messing with Vladdy again. Ah, you're just messing. Right. You just, you're just enjoying. Okay, I love you too. I just would like you to continue communicate with you. You sound a great guy. So, All shoot right. me email, please. Okay? I will definitely shoot you email. Thank you for your help. Thank you for calling you're today. one 405 8405 Reminded me of the uh, Saturday Night Live sketch of a couple of wild and crazy <laughs> guys there for a second. Listen, Lev, I have to just have a sip of my drink. For that. Hold on. Uh, that was a good caller. I, I really enjoyed him. 
You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. A German shepherd, Timberwolf mix named Shauna, is being called a hero for saving an elderly couple. Eve and Norman Fertig, both 81 years old, were taking care of injured birds in the wildlife sanctuary on their Alden, New York property when a surprise snowstorm hit. As the couple headed back to their house, they were trapped by fallen trees and heavy snow. Shauna, who weighs 160 pounds, dug a tunnel through the snow to their deck and then came back to lead the couple through the tunnel. She didn't stop until they were all safely inside where all three collapsed for the night. The local fire department has given Shauna a certificate declaring her a hero. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stands strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal People is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People is published ten times yearly. The publisher is a nonprofit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is $24 a year and is 100% tax deductible. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the industry watchdog. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Fido Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. This December, you can log on to their website for a chance to win a fabulous prize for your canine companion. You can enter every day, December 1st through the 25th at FidoFriendly.com for the 25 days of Fido Friendly gift giving. Prizes include jewelry, clothing, food, books, and a grand prize from Bissell, the pet hair eraser vacuum. Pick up a copy of the December issue featuring Hillary Swank at your local bookstore. For contest rules, visit FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. 25 days of gift giving. Just what Fido needs to get in the holiday spirit celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe this is animal radio and the whole gang is here why the world famous russian dog wizard answering your questions your halloween questions because it is halloween dr debbie with your vet medical questions vinnie penn animal communicator joy turner susan uh, bobby she's dressed I don't know, it's like Mylar today. We'll have to ask her yeah, what she's what doing in just a few minutes. You're in your cow costume. You wear this every year, but I just love it every year with the <laughs> udders and the look like a Holstein cow. And this year, Stop you it. mash your dog. Stop touching. I'm sorry. The udders are so cute. Love I just it. love playing with the udders. Today Who on the show. Yes? I'm sorry about Who that. Who are you touching? I'm touching the udders. Okay. You touching touch my udders. udders. 
You All can right. touch her udders if you want. No, nobody you're, can. Vlade, why? You're not even dressed in a Halloween costume yet. Will you go out tonight and uh, trick or treat? No, 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 I will not. I, I still allow my kids to do so. I just uh, have more important things to do, working on a few projects. So, But I will join to the Halloween party later on. Oh, very good. Okay. Uh, let's see. On the show today, we have the Oak Ridge Boys. Oh, that's cool. The Oak Ridge Boys are going to be joining us. Andrea Arden will be joining us. We have giveaways with perfume. Dog perfume? Dog, it smells so good here in the studio. Would you put perfume on Mika there, Vlade? Oh, I I definitely will. My my wife loves when the Mika smells nicely. Oh, there. We'll give him some of that. Oh, good. What a show we have today. 1-866-405-8405. It's Hal and Judy. I'm sort of like the pet corrector or the pet convincer. I, you know, I blow air and I make a lot of noise. But who wrote a book Share on Michael this. Vick's dogs? Cartoonist. I don't oh. want to mispronounce my famous, favorite Pulitzer Prize winning cartoonist, Berkeley Brethed. Oh, the guy that you does Opus? From Opus and my favorite, Bill the Cat. <laughs> You will remember him from those those famous cartoons What's he in up your to? Sunday paper. You know what? He wrote a children's book. It's called Flawed Dogs. Flawed Dogs. And it's about one of Michael Vick's fighting dogs. And what inspired him and the encounter. We just I, I think we should I think we should interview him, get Judy. Get him on the show. Can you get him on the show? Judy, get on it. Let's go. Move it. Judy can do it. I can do it. Yeah. There you go. See she, she what Judy does, she can really get anybody on the show. She'll call up and she'll say, Hey, Oprah wants you on. We tell him it's Oprah first. It works. You lie? Yes. Hell. But look who we've had. We've had uh, The Office's Jenna Fisher. We've had Glenn Close, Ed Asner. Uh, I mean, yeah, Eddie Money. I mean, it All works. because they thought they were going to talk to Oprah? Yeah. Yeah. And they, they don't bow out at the last second. We've only had one person bow out at yeah. the last second. We shame them if they do. What, just because I'm not Oprah, you won't talk to me? <laughs> That's nice. That's how does, how does Oprah feel about that? She's the only one we can't book so yeah. far. Yeah. Oh, nice. It doesn't work with Oprah, unfortunately. Uh-huh. I see today that you have an all-Michael Vick newscast. You know, you realize a couple of weeks ago we were a Michael Vick-free We were Vickless. And, yeah. and, and it has just come back around. Oh, and wow. it is, as they like to say on a certain news network, <laughs> fair and balanced. <laughs> but it really is. So, yeah, we will be hearing a lot about all sides and those affected by the admitted dog killer, and that will be coming up in the news. I can't believe it's still in the news here. You know, if you're listening in uh, Reading, Pennsylvania, on WEE, one of our biggest affiliates out there, your new team out there, the Eagles, has, of course, Michael Vick. We want to know how this is sitting with you, because I know you're very animal-friendly out there. Well, at the same time, this is the largest population of dog fighting, really, in the U.S., right there in Pennsylvania. They have a huge problem. Let's hear what those football fans have to say about it. This is Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. Still taking your suggestions. What kind of tattoo should I get? Yeah, it's an animal show. one 405 8405 I'm sorry, Rescue Inc., my new best TV show. I love that show now every Friday night, 10 p.m. on Nat Geo. And these guys, you know, they all have tattoos. They all look bad. They look mean. And I kind of, I think I'm a rebel. Well, you know, if you want to be with the times, you don't say what kind of tattoo you're saying. What kind of ink should I get? You sure it's not like Bang Mark? No. It's not Bang Mark? No. <laughs> I feel so out of it. 
<laughs> Where's Bobby when we need her? Yes, yeah, that's all she on. knows all that. Vlade, you don't have any tattoos, do you? No, no. But when the Judy was suggesting it, I was thinking more you should think on what place you're going to put in. Because yeah. sometimes people put on the very strange places placing those tattoos. I don't no, know. No, 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 no. I'm not like that. This would be uh, this would be on my arm or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I have ink. See how bad I am. I have ink <laughs> on my back. I've got a tattoo. <laughs> she does. It's a new for me. It's a new for me. I mean, the time when I immigrated to uh, to United States, we didn't have that type of the freedom back in the Soviet Union to put tattoo. If somebody would put tattoo, they would go to the jail. Have you, have, have you seen wow. Rescue Inc. yet on Net Geo? All these guys? No. no. Oh, you should no, check I it didn't. out. Oh, yeah. It's the next best thing. I'm telling you that right They're now. They're covered in ink. You're going to love them. Of course, Big Anton, what was he? Five weeks ago he was on? Yeah, we have to get those ago. guys back on and see how they're doing. Yeah. If we can. It's Animal Radio. Just in case you didn't know, we're celebrating our connection with our pets. This portion, Healthy Helping of Animal Radio, brought to you by Blue, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family, so feed them like family with Blue. And I bring that up because, you know, we get a lot of calls during the week about allergies, flatulence, scratching, dermatitis. In our animals, let me point that out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Don't call us if your husband does this. Although we do get those calls. And we, you know, Dr. Debbie, she she encourages uh, you to find out exactly what that's all about, what's causing it. Yeah, don't just cover it up. You need to go to the root of the problem. How many calls do we get a week about Dynavite? Oh, gosh, it's a week. Should I try Dynavite? Yes. No, no. Can I I feed him junk food and then give him Dynavite? Is that going to cure everything? Now, just feed him a good food to begin with, and I think you're on course. And I think that your vet, if you have itching, uh, your dog has itching or flatulence or scratching, some kind of dermatitis, some diarrhea, you need to talk to your vet and find out what the problem is before you cover it up. I love you guys because this is the same approach which I do in my my work. I don't want to just... See, uh, you know, cover up the uh, the the, co- the symptoms. I always try to figure out what's the causing the behavior problem. So I totally agree with your approach. It's the way to do it. You know, I figured we'd get an expert on. We have Andrea Arden joining us. Hi, Andrea. How are you doing? Very well, thanks. Thanks for having me. Well, you've written a lot of great books, including the dog-friendly dog training book, uh, Train Your Dog with uh, the Lazy Way, which was my favorite one. And <laughs> of course, that goes back almost, was it 20 years ago? Oh, my, you're making me feel old. No, it does not go back 20 years. <laughs> 10 years, a decade. It seems you've been around forever doing... I'm only 26. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm 29, too. But that's okay. <laughs> with your age comes your wisdom. And a lot of people call in during the week, and they describe these allergy symptoms many of which can be solved with foods because they might have a a reaction to, what, dairy, wheat, what? Well, there's a lot of things that dogs could be reacting to. Um, More often than not, it's the protein um, that is difficult for them to break down in certain types of foods. Um, What's interesting, and I'm not sure exactly why, but food allergies are actually now the third most common type of allergies after airborne and flea allergies. Is that now more than ever? Yes, it's definitely on the rise. Um, It could be um, because more and more people are feeding commercial foods, and maybe dogs are having a hard time digesting those foods. I see a lot of foods have this alternative protein other than what we normally expect. Is that a way around the allergies, or are the animals now becoming immune to those alternative proteins? Well, what I always suggest to people is, of course, as you guys said, you need to talk to your vet first. But what most vets will tell you is that you really shouldn't put your dog or your cat onto an alternative diet unless they have been diagnosed with a food allergy. Because, like you said, there is the potential that then if they do, in fact, develop a food allergy, that you can no longer 
use that food that has the main protein being either duck, lamb, or salmon. So it's best to, to reserve those for when your dog has actually been diagnosed. How does your vet diagnose it? Does I know with humans they do a scratch test where they scratch your back with different allergens to see which one reacts. How do they find out how an animal has a react, an allergy reaction. Do they do the same procedure? Well, there's two ways of going about it. The one is that most experienced vets um, generally can make a, a good guess at it being a certain type of allergy by the symptoms. So, for example, if a dog has um, very red, irritated feet and their stomach um, is irritated and they're scratching those areas, oftentimes they will believe it's a food allergy. Obviously, flea allergies are very easy to see because you find the flea dropping. Some veterinarians do suggest, although it's costly, that you do an allergy panel um, in the New York area, those panels are about $600. Wow. Yes. So it could be different in, in other areas of the country. Obviously, we live in a very expensive area here. Um, but, you know, it, it depends on your veterinarian. If they feel confident that they can diagnose it from the symptoms as a food allergy, then from there they might decide to put you on um, a prescription diet as an example. But nowadays there's good alternative to that because they can be very expensive. Wellness has a line called Simple Food Solutions, which, like a prescription diet, has um, very simple ingredients. And Simple Food Solutions has just five main ingredients. One is that duck, lamb, or salmon that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. And another is an easily digestible car- carbohydrate, such as ground rice. Nutrition, you know, it affects the skin. They can have skin allergies. But does it also affect their behavior? You know, it's it's interesting. I've, I've taken a number of courses at different places like Cornell. And, you know, again, it's one of those subjects that people have lots of opinions about. Uh, most trainers I know and most behaviorists do believe that, much like children and adults of, of the human type, um, that food definitely affects your behavior. You are what you eat. You know, the way how I believe, you're absolutely right. There is... Um in my professional experience, it's, it is a really a link between nutrition and behavior. It's another success I have was adding to the dog diet coconut oil. Coconut oil uh, create a, uh, coconut oil together with fish oil. Uh, both of them anti-inflammatory, creating wonderful skin. Uh, coconut oil is antibacterial substance as well. So it works really well for my clients. Yeah, you should ask your vet. Remember that anything you hear today, you want to ask your vet if this is going to be uh, the prescription for your particular animal. What kind of ingredients should we avoid? I think you want to avoid any potential allergens such as wheat, wheat gluten, or soy. And, of course, if possible, you want to avoid foods that have artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. Um, It's just not necessary, and there's so many good options out there now that are of a more natural approach. Andrea. Uh, we appreciate you taking time. Unfortunately, we're out of time right now. We're going to put that link up at the front page of our website. Andrea, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thanks, you guys. Thanks so much. I and mean, if you're getting a tattoo, I would suggest a temporary tattoo. Oh, temp- have you been through this process before? <laughs> I haven't, but I just heard what you were saying, and I think people tend to change their minds. Make it temporary. This is Animal Radio Network. This is Animal Radio, baby. And welcome back to Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. Hi, Doc. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great today. You ready to go to the phones? 
I'm ready. Bring them on. Hi, who's this? Hey, this is Worthy. How you doing? What's your name again? Worthy, W-O-R-T-H-E-Y. Wow, Worthy. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I hear people say, we're not worthy, we're not worthy. I'm like, no, I am. <laughs> well, you're on with Dr. Debbie. Hey, I had a quick question about my cat. I have a cat. I've had him since 2002. He's probably a couple of months old, so I don't know how old that is in cat years. But I've noticed when he came home, and I I couldn't believe I couldn't pick up on it, the bottom of his chin looks real dark. It looks black, and I see, like, little red specks under there. And then I noticed that his tail, some of the hair, his tail used to be big and fluffy. Now it looks like some of the hair has came out. I thought maybe some kids had cut the hair on his tail or something, but further Uh towards his rear end, it's like a a lot of hair, but then it's not bushy as before, so I'm getting concerned. Oh, sure. Well, where are you calling from, Worthy? I'm calling from Murfreesboro, North Carolina. I'm originally from New York. Oh, fabulous. So you've got some good humidity out there in North Carolina. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, but not that much traffic. I miss the traffic. (laughs) <laughs> and what's your kitty's name? His name is Nipsey, N-I-P-S-E-Y. Does Nipsey seem kind of bothered by this? Do you see him scratching, chewing at the areas, anything of that, that line? No, I only notice that when he's eating, he's a little bit, he kind of eats a little slow now. Okay. And does Nipsey go outside or is he an indoor kitty? He's an indoor-outdoor cat. A little bit of both. Okay. Mm-hmm. And do you have um, a problem with fleas? Have you noticed much of an issue? Do you have them on prevention? You used to have a flea collar. Yeah, and I'm not a tremendous fan of flea collars. Yeah. Um, I just would want to make sure you are using a very wow. good flea product, you know, with direction with your veterinarian because there's some that are not safe for cats mm-hmm. and that's some that are. On his chin area, I'm a little bit interested that maybe he might have some um, acne started and believe it or not cats are very prone to feline acne where their little pores get kind of clogged up with dirt and oil and um, that can eventually proceed into like full-blown pustules like the the worst uh, zits you'd ever seen Uh so so that would be a concern and that can sometimes be just from a natural problem that happens in some cats. Um, We believe some of them may not groom really well. Mm -hmm. Um, Some cats can have excess oil production or even some irritation from um, bowls in in Mm -hmm. feeding dishes. So that could be something to explain that up there. Okay. However, the back end, there could be a lot more going on in that situation, and I definitely want to make sure we do a really good flea check on him because that is a prime area where we really can see some signs of irritation with fleas okay um, and kind of a quick trick you can do to kind of look for that is mm-hmm. to kind of feather the hair back mm-hmm. and watch the skin and look to see if you see anything that resembles pepper okay and if you do that's flea poop or flea excrement okay. so that can be a sign we need to go down the, the parasite route okay but there are definitely a lot of other like allergy type problems we see in cats and that can cause them to lose hair mm to chew back there and um, sometimes even on the underbelly. No, you said that was the only area he had or does he have other spots that he has hair loss? Yes, his tail and the best way to explain it, it was like a Christmas tree and now it's like, what in the world happened? And I know you mentioned the possibility of some misdeed by 
people in the neighborhood. I, mm-hmm. If that's a concern, I would certainly advise to keep Nipsey yeah. inside because he'll stay healthy longer that way. Right. Okay. And is he currently on any other kinds of medications or anything for this? None at all. Well, I think we've got some things we could potentially try. Okay. If he does have acne in the chin area, mm-hmm. there are definitely some antibiotics and some topical creams that kind of help to clear those pores and to basically okay. put them on not any human products for zits. We want to avoid that. Right. But there are some really good cat products for that. Where can you get those? Do you have to go to your vet to get those shampoos? Not necessarily all of them. Um, it, it would be best to talk to your veterinarian and make sure the cat is examined so we get you on the right stuff. You mentioned uh, bowls. Yeah. Actually, some cats have an irritation with plastics. So if we see problems with cat acne, one of the first things we want to do is go away from the plastic bowls. Appreciate your time, Worthy. And give... Thank you so much. Hey, no problem. Give Nipsey a big old hug from all of us, okay? I sure will. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. I think uh, putting perfume on your dog is going overboard, frankly. But maybe I'm wrong. We're going to be talking to uh, the person You're that wrong. made this. I'm wrong, as usual. <laughs> I'm always wrong. The founders. There's the two. founders? Yes. Two founders? Two girls. Yes. Of course. Cool. No guy, no no guy would be caught dead. No guy could putting. come up with something this great. Okay. What do you got coming up in the news there, Bobby? We have all kinds of stuff coming up in the news, but we're actually going to uh, take a look at MRSA. It's that virus, Ooh. those germs that are everywhere. And there was a study done over the summer. And if you're a cat owner, you're going to want to be here to listen up. It's coming up on the news. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team. Dr. Debbie's here. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Aha uh, ha guy Vinnie Penn, animal communicator Joy Turner, Susan Sims, and Boo Boo, Boo Boo, Boo Boo Hill with a picnic story. <laughs> I couldn't resist. You what? remember Yogi and Boo Boo and Jellystone Park and their picnic baskets? Yes. How could you forget? <laughs> I know. There's actually a study that's come out on the favorite cars or vehicles that bears like to break into. I'm not kidding. You mean they prefer one over the other, huh? Surprisingly enough, and when you hear which one it is, it will make total sense. It's coming wow. up on the news. one 405 uh, You want me to take some calls, Dr. Deb? Yeah, let's bring some calls. Hi, who's this? Good afternoon. This is Wayne. How are you, sir? Very good. Did you say, sir? Can't do that. Wayne. Oh, I'm sorry. Where are you calling from? I'm Hal. Where are you calling from today? Hal, I'm calling from a little town called Glenside, Pennsylvania, which is about 11 miles north of Philadelphia. Oh, sounds very nice. You're on with Dr. Debbie. Well, thank you well, very hi much. hi there. How are you? Good, thank you. My question is regarding my Border Collie. Um, I had a Border Collie about 20 years ago, and he passed on, got him from a rescue, was looking for a Border Collie, and found one in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, at a, I'm sorry, Carlisle, Pennsylvania, at a Border Collie rescue. Uh, okay. Saw the dog over the Internet, fell in love with him, drove the two and a half hours, saw the dog, and was told, this is a Border Collie. For sure it's a Border Collie. I have a contract that says, this is a Border Collie. I saw all the other Border Collies, and I saw what was supposedly the sister of this Border Collie. Well, this Border Collie is now seven months old, and he weighs about 70 pounds. Mm. My vet told mm. me that this dog will continue to grow until he's about two years old, and this dog should break over 100 pounds. Well, we're concerned. He does look like a collie. He has the fur of a collie, but people stop and say he looks like a Burmese mountain dog. And I yeah. guess 
I don't know what to do. I've had the dog now for four months. I got him when he was three months old, weighing 29 pounds, and I'm torn. We did get a DNA test that you mail in, and we okay. mailed it in a couple of days ago, but I don't know what to do. People are telling me, no, no, take it back. No, keep it. It's a beautiful dog, and I don't know what do I do. It, could it be a Border Collie? Is there such thing as a 100-pound, 120-pound Border Collie? You said he's uh, seven months old currently? Yes, right now he's seven okay. months old. Well, that is awfully large for a Border Collie, so I would have to be a little skeptical, I guess, perhaps on his background. Now, with any breed, there's always some variation on the very high and the very low ends of things, but already at that age, if he's already hitting the 70-pound mark, I would wonder if there's a little other DNA in that mix of things. Me um, as well. Now, is he actually in good weight, or is he chubby? No, he is perfect. He is a wonderful dog. He's not chubby at all. He has a swimming pool, that one of those little kiddie pools. And when he jumps in, he looks thin. He's very fluffy, almost like Lassie. Not okay, as long-haired yeah. as Lassie. But when he's wet, he looks thin. But he's a big dog. He takes up the entire couch when he lays on the couch. I would ask you, what's, um, is there a problem if he is of a breed other than a Border Collie? Or were you still intending to keep him in the household? I, I don't know that I want a gigantic dog. I was told that this was a Border Collie, and I did my research and saw that Border Collies range between 30, 45 pounds-ish on an average. Well, I think that's the biggest thing is to decide if the size is a detriment to the household or you're not prepared to handle a large or giant breed dog. That's something you really have to kind of consider for yourself. Now, you did say that you DNA tested him. Was that through a blood test or was that through a cheek swab? A cheek swab. That is one way that we can actually test DNA breeds, although I would say that um, as far as DNA goes, the blood-based um, tests are certainly more desired. A heart-filled issue because I'm falling in love with the dog. You know what? I think you've made well, your decision. I, and I think it's, a, you know what, there's no doctor that's going to tell you. This is, isn't this a personal decision, sort of a kind of different for every yeah. person? I think yeah. for any pet, we're looking at, you know, one of the biggest problems we have with pet relinquishment is that it might not be the pet, right pet for each household. So the big things are if he fits with your lifestyle, if he fits with your interests and what you're looking in a dog, then you're heading the right direction. If that from the get-go isn't quite right, then, then I would, yeah, I recognize you have a problem there. And I don't see an easy solution out of this one. Um, because already he's exceeding your There's, your a, there's a real easy solution out of this one. Keep that dog, and if it turns out not to be a Border Collie, go out and rescue, a, uh, get a Border Collie, and then they'll be friends and partners. Oh, absolutely. Wouldn't that be great? See, the decision I make today may be because it's a puppy. I yeah. love him. I've only had three months. But this is a 15-year <laughs> obligation. <laughs> 15 years. You know what? I'm going to save you some time. If you drop him off at the shelter, you're going to be going back to get him. You were already <laughs> in love with him. And you know what? Sometimes that's the way it is. Sometimes like our spouses in life, they're not exactly what you intended, but you they have other attributes that are very desirable. So love them and keep them. I wish you would have told me that before the divorce. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's it. Because the, the Border Collie lady told me, the rescue in Carlisle said, well, then just bring it back and pick a new dog. She... Like, you don't just bring him back and pick a new dog. No. I mean, They're... not only do I have three, four months invested in him, but I now have thousands of dollars in neutering and vet bills and DNA tests. So it's not just like, well, here's an even swap. 
Yeah. You know, there's a reason you have that dog. You don't know it yet, but maybe years down the line he may save you or something. Mm. There's something bigger planned for you to have that dog with you now. Well, that's sort of spiritual. I'm not sure that I agree with that. It may, may be so or maybe not, but the thing is now, he's a family member now. There's nothing really you can do. He loves him too much. He's not going to do it. He's not going <laughs> to do it. Uh, it sounds like you have too much of a heart, uh, Wayne. It well, doesn't sound like you could callously <laughs> drop off an animal that you've already fallen in love with. Oh, like, absolutely. I couldn't, but at the same time, it may not be fair to him. That's true. What? Where do you live? What kind of place do you live at? Do you have space for him? I Yes. Matter of fact, I spent $3,000 fencing in my entire yard so he could go out and chomp around and jump like I thought a Border Collie would. Coda, which is his name, doesn't jump. He sits like a great uh, like a saint bernard would or like a bernie's mountain dog he sits you go coda go and he goes nah coda run nah and just sits so it's a different dog than a border collie in addition to the fact that it's not a border collie he doesn't have that same i've taken the training and i expected a border collie i had before if i said do something he did it start the car he'd start it this dog i take him to training he goes i got it dad by the time we get home he's like where were we what did we do i don't remember anything which is typical of a burmese mountain well you know what will you call us when you get the dna test back and let us know what you found out I would be glad to do that. Okay, and we'll send a, 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 a size-appropriate toy your way when we know what kind of dog it's going to grow into, okay? Yeah, maybe like a 60-pound steak would be nice for him. <laughs> Wayne, thank you so much for calling today. Enjoy your afternoon. Thank you. one 405 8405 You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Did you know that your dog could have intestinal worms even if he's on a heartworm prevention program? For more complete protection, deworm your dog twice a year with Broad Spectrum Safeguard Canine Dewormer. To find out more, visit www.safeguardfordogs.com. Okay, time to check out that website I heard about. www.safeguardfordogs.com There it is. Hi, I'm Don. The virtual host is a nice touch. It looks like these links and videos cover everything a dog owner might want to know about intestinal worm infections and how to prevent them. Hmm, here's a savings coupon for Safeguard K90 Wormers and even an online reminder service. Better bookmark this one, www.safeguardfordogs.com. Hi, I'm Ken Schrader. In race car driving, seconds can win a race. But to win the race against pet overpopulation, you need to understand the importance of spaying or neutering your pets. Every few seconds, hundreds of dogs and cats are put down in our country. Help fix the problem. I urge you to spay or neuter your pets. To find out how, visit Pets911.com or call 1-888-PETS-911 today. For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Hi, I'm Victoria Jackson, and you're listening to Animal Radio. 
This is Animal Radio, baby. It's Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405. The whole gang is here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. I'm sorry, we're all dressed. It's Halloween today. We're all dressed. Ready to trick or I trick-or-treated last week. Vinny Penn is here walking in with his kids that are dressed like goblins and ghouls. Oh, they're not dressed yet? I'm sorry, hey. Vinny. Nice yeah. job. Yeah. Animal communicator Joy Turner, if you want to talk with your uh, pets, whether they're here or maybe that childhood pet that's just no longer here. Buried in the backyard of your childhood home. They're out at the farm running free with all the other animals yes. now. Joy Turner can help you uh, communicate with them. Susan Sims on the way, as well as Bobby, uh, in just a few minutes with an all-Michael Vick newscast. This is very exciting. I because couldn't help it, but I, it is. The absence of Michael balanced. Vick on the airwaves has, has, has made this very desirable. I can't wait. And you, It's fair it's and balanced. News. It's like Fox. It You're going to present it like Fox, right? It's No, no. It's fair and balanced. It's not anything oh. like Fox. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're also waiting for uh, the Oak Ridge Boys right now. Supposed to be calling we are. Here, uh, Animal Radio. Apparently big animal lovers, and they have a brand new single out, which we'll play later and uh, give away copies of that. This Most portion. Excellent. It is. Would you like here? You can have a copy right there. Thank you. Thank you. No, that was for Bobby. I didn't have to go sure. rifling through the prize closet and stealing it this time. <laughs> Not that I ever do that. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Blue makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family, so feed them like family with Blue. And they have a great new cat food that uh, I just picked up at Petco. Would you like some, Bobby? Yes, please. A lot, because, you know, I have cats. Lots of cats. Some actually belong to me. Some just come over and flop and pretend they belong to me. (laughs) You have a flop house. Bobby, could you close your booth door? The air conditioning's getting out there. Oh, sorry about that. Do you hear something? It's Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405. We're all dressed in our Halloween costumes already. I was trying to figure out what you were, Bobby, but you told me it was, it's the uh, it's the Mylar Balloon. Balloon Punk. Balloon <laughs> Punk is what you call it. It's Balloon Punk. Uh-huh. And again, the hard part was getting the cops to chase me for two hours. <laughs> it looks like it was pretty tough just getting the costume into your booth there to do news today. Well, the flying saucer is not small, as you remember from the video coverage, Hal. So, oh, yeah. Can I just say, I need a bigger studio. <laughs> and Judy, what are you dressed as today? It's my famous cow. Oh, it, it's a cow Duh, costume. Cow. I'm Bitch, sorry. How could you? Gosh. What do you think these little udder things are? Oh, those are udders. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's utterly ridiculous. <laughs> well, we'll be trick-or-treating with our animals tonight. They like to go out. Some animals don't like to go out. And we, we encourage you, if you're one of those that has a, one of those animals that freaks the slightest little thing, don't take them out. They see these yeah, costumes. it's not fun for it's the not animals. not fun for the middle. At the end of the show, we always talk about uh, spaying and neutering and uh-huh. don't declaw. That's We actually have a jingle at the end of the animal radio show that we play every week, and that's because it's near and dear to us. These uh, We want you to go out and adopt when you go get an animal instead of going to a breeder. Mm-hmm. We certainly don't believe in declawing. No. And there's some veterinarians that do believe in this practice still. It's illegal pretty much most civilized nations. You know, the U.K., 
Yeah, they're way ahead of us on this one. Uh, because it is an amputation up to the knuckle. People don't understand that. They think the nail is just removed. That is not true. Uh-uh. Think of your finger taken off to the first knuckle. Your first knuckle. Just remove it. First, pull off your fingernail, then cut the uh, knuckle cut, off. Cut the bone, yeah. People often think, well, this is the only way to take care of scratching problems. You know, cats need to scratch. This is part of their nature. So taking away their their uh, nails and their first knuckle actually creates more problems. Oh yeah, frustration, litter anger, problems, litter, fear. They All have kind. no, they can't defend themselves, so they become fearful. They hide. It's just not good. No. A few years back, I ran into a website called the Declaw Hall of Shame. Dot com. And, you know, I was morbidly curious here. What is this all about? And it's a, it's a website that shows veterinarians that are still practicing this procedure, and especially veterinarians that are overtly practicing this. This week, the, uh, the top declaw hall of fame is somebody who put a coupon in the paper for 20% off a spay, neuter, or declaw. Oh. No. Oftentimes, veterinarians... In this country, yes, where? Yeah. This is, you know, I don't exactly know where. I'll have to find out there. there. But uh, I do know that doctors will often bundle this in with a spay and neuter. They'll say, hey, we're doing a spay and neuter. We'll give them the shots. Do you want us to also declaw? And this is a procedure that really shouldn't be done. There's so many alternatives. You need some help with that? Head on over to our website. We can give you some alternatives. Call us, 866-405-8405. We'll talk to you. We'll find alternatives for you. Anyhow, this website's so cool, I wanted to find out who was behind it. And for years and years, he wouldn't come on the air. He's a little frightened to come on the air. He wanted me to disguise his voice. So we're disguising his voice today. It's not because it's Halloween that this guy sounds funny. It's that he wanted his voice disguised. And, uh, it's witness protection. And his name, probably not his real name, is Leo. Leo, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine. So you're you're disguising my voice. Your your voice is being disguised. I got to ask why. Because I was planning to do my Boris Karloff impersonation. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. Go yeah, ahead. That Let's was pretty it. good. Let's hear it. Well, maybe you could maybe you could just turn that knob there and make it sound. <laughs> turn it to Boris Karloff. Leo, I got to ask why is it that you want your voice disguised? Well, uh, because. Because there's certain people that, that know, know know who I am and, and would recognize me by my voice, and and I do other things, and I have another type of job, and I just like to keep the, keep them separated. Do you find that there are a lot of angry people about what you do? Your website kind of uh, uh, points fingers at doctors and uh, really anybody who practices a declaw, and yes. I, I guess that kind of makes you a target, huh? Well, the first first of all, I'll just. For uh, a little disclosure, is that uh, Leo is more than one person. I mean, in that there are more than there are a lot of contributors to the Claw Hall of Shame. There, there are several, there are quite a few people that contribute to it and actually write uh, for it and uh, contribute to findings and articles and uh, tips on vets that are being particularly egregious in their behaviors. We think. We just like to keep it. We just like to keep it somewhat anonymous, but also just well, I'm revealing it. There's there's a little bit of Leo Bloom in me. There's a little bit of Leo Bloom there in Judy and mm-hmm. in Bobby. We all concur that this is a horrible procedure. But well, you're you're right. you're outing these guys. So tell us what is the uh, the reality? Well, they're they're outing themselves, and then we're just consolidating the information in one place because almost everything that we put on there is. Is from the veterinarians' own websites. 
Leo, have any of the vets contacted you then and said, take me off of there? Yes. And uh, to, to be honest, there, there are probably some that are, that are on there that, are, that may not be fairly on there. What we do is to, as kind of a, as a, as a stick, is we disclose it. So if we find a, a, a veterinary website that, that advocates decline without discussing alternatives or the risks, then uh, every, every vet in that practice, in that clinic, is going to be listed. Now, of course, we know that it, within a within a veterinary practice, there may be some some vets that practice it and some that refuse to. And so, if, we, if we're convinced that some of those vets actually do, do not and will not uh, declaw, then we'll, we'll we'll drop them. Have you gotten any vets to change their minds? Um, yeah, I, I had one vet who wrote recently who said that she had actually testified in a city in California where they had been proposing a declaw ban, and then she she did that at the behest of her employer, the, the vet employer of the clinic, and then, then revealed to us that, you know, the reason it was done is they were trying to push the use of their newly acquired laser machine, and so declawing is a good way to use a laser and pay off the cost of a laser. Uh, she 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 recanted and said that she was ashamed that she had done that. You know, I know this. You know it. We're in the industry. We know how bad decline is. And sometimes the only contact that a pet guardian has is with their veterinarian. And I know there's a lot of guardians right now. They're saying, now, why would my veterinarian steer me down that path of getting my cat declawed if it wasn't good? What do you What do you think? I don't think. I, to be To be fair, I mean, the declaw hall is a pretty. Uh, Smart alecky kind of mean uh, website, but honestly, I, I I think that most vets aren't aren't really doing it to make a a, a bundle of money. I think they I think they just don't, I think they don't know how to handle behavior problems. This is an easy fix. Culturally, it's become very acceptable in the United States. Although, as you said, it's illegal in most countries, and and, and actually, veterinary professional organizations and many other countries consider it unethical. In the United Kingdom, the Royal College of Veterinary Surgeons says that decline is mutilation. That's the term that they use, unnecessary mutilation. So so why do the vets do it here? Just because they're used to doing it. And because they're afraid, vets are afraid that if they don't do it, they'll just get it done elsewhere. Maybe it won't get done as well, and maybe if the, if the cat doesn't get declawed, it'll end up in a shelter and be euthanized. I've often yep. heard vets, when you when someone just goes in for a routine spay or neuter, that the vet will offer, hey, while the animal's under, let's just go ahead and add a declaw to that. Yeah, that that's. I, I, I know vets that uh, are opposed to that, and they, they call that supersizing. Uh. It's just like, uh, you know, getting a bigger shake with your Happy Meal or something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll throw it for, Ninety nine, ninety nine. We'll throw in the declaw. Okay, the website. Let me. We're, we're out of time, Leo. But I want to give out the website one more time. It's declawhallofshame.com, and it's linked to. Uh, we'll link to it from animalradio.com. If you're thinking of declining your animal for whatever think reason, again. yeah, think again about this whole procedure. Think again about the veterinarian that uh, recommends this procedure. Think about that it is Get illegal. A second opinion. There are alternatives to scratching uh, problems. Lots of ways to work around a lot of issues that. 
even as a last alternative, this is, for me, it's not a last alternative. We have concrete furniture here. That's how we worked around the whole thing. But it, it's because you are from the Flintstones decorating. Well, also, but I'm trying to duality, you see. If you love your animals, please think about this procedure. Walk into any shelter right now. And look at the cats that are available for adoption. You'll find a great many of them are declawed because people have problems after they get their animals declawed and they end up uh, abandoning them there at the shelter, hoping they'll find a home, and they often don't. It's a mutilation. Check it out. More information at AnimalRadio.com. Leo, thanks for finally joining us. Oh, my pleasure. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, Leo. More Animal Radio on the way. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. on Animal Radio. Live green is best for you, your family, and that includes your pets. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter made from whole kernel corn. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Admitted dog killer Michael Vick claims he's sorry for what he did to countless pit bulls in his dog fighting enterprise, but he won't face his victims. When Vick was in the Bay Area recently for the Eagles Raiders game, a group called Bay Area Dog Lovers Responsible About Pit Bulls extended an invitation to him to visit eight of his former dogs. Vick said no. The co-founder of Bad Rap said the group had made provisions to adhere to Vick's parole conditions, which forbid him from being near animals, but the Associated Press reported that Vic wouldn't show. And the conditions of the parole actually say that he cannot be around dogs hmm. within a certain distance. So, And here's the flip side. Fair is fair. The Philadelphia Eagles just unveiled a program to support animal welfare groups. After facing months of criticism for signing admitted dog fighter Michael Vick, the NFL team from the city of brotherly love announced TALK. The acronym stands for Treating Animals with Kindness. The team gained $50,000 grants each to the Humane Society of Berks County, the Philadelphia Animal Welfare Society, and the Humane Society of the United States. The aim is to reduce animal abuse and dog fighting through education and awareness and encourage spaying and neutering. And finally, Dr. Melinda Merck, ASPCA Senior Director of Veterinary Forensics, received the National Asset Forfeiture Award from the U.S. Department of Justice. It was the first time for an animal-related group to receive such recognition in what the ASPCA described as an unprecedented moment in animal welfare history. Dr. Merck's investigation of the forensic evidence of Michael Vick's bad news kennels was crucial in securing a conviction against Vick and three others. And by the way, as part of his sentencing, Vick was ordered to pay over $928,000 to the U.S. government for expenses related to the care of the pit bulls that were seized from his property. That's his salary. And That's one year's yeah, salary. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yes. It's going to support those dogs. So that will, in fact, conclude our all-Michael Vick newscast. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Here's a tip for choosing a litter. Try a litter that resembles what cats naturally use. Soft, fine-grained litters most closely resemble the sand and dirt preferred by cats in the wild. Secondly, remember that cats have a keen sense of smell, so choose a litter that doesn't include perfumes. Get more tips from Dr. McPete at www.worldsbestcatlitter.com radio. Animal Radio is brought to you by... 
One-Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, One-Shot, and it's gone. Call 1-800-874-7070 or go to OneShotPlus.com to get yours now. Sorry, I had to turn on the fan. Yeah, I'm sorry, I got up out of my seat. You're, oh, look, Boob took your seat. The studio cat took your seat when you got up to turn on the fan because there's too much perfume, dog perfume, in the studio. It's uh, crazy here. If you're the person that moves over in bed at night so that your cat can sleep where he wants, or your dog, then you're definitely at the right place. It's Animal Radio. <laughs> Here, look in my wallet. All the pictures are of my cat. I don't have actually any humans yeah. whatsoever. Let's uh, hit the phones. We have Leia. Layla? Should I? Yeah, hi. Hi. How are you? Good. How are we on the radio? You're on the radio. Uh, that's cool. All right. I was just on my friend because we're, we're in band practice right now. But anyway, all right. So here's, Hi. You are, Hi, Layla. You, you, you're with Vladi. Who? Vladi? Vladi's here. The whole Vladdy, gang's yeah. here. But uh, we think you have a dog behavior issue, right? Yeah, totally. I have a dog, Louie. Louie. Um, <laughs> yeah, Louie, Louie, yeah. He, um, he's going to be two years old in a month or two. We have the same birthday. And I feel very, very close to him. He's a great dog. He's adorable. He's cute. He's, he's wonderful, but he's got these sharp little teeth. And... Um, he sleeps with us. He sleeps with me and my husband. And he'll sleep, he'll start out in the middle, then he'll start out at night at my feet. And then he'll move up to the middle between us. Mm-hmm. And every single night when my husband turns, you know, moves <laughs> like the, the dog. I know you're laughing at me. I know that. We're laughing the with dog, you, not at you. All right. The dog, all of a sudden, I hear, I hear this like loud growl. I hear, and then I hear, ow! <laughs> and <then> it's. <laughs> 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 you made my day. Your name is Layla or Lila? I'm sorry. Leia. Leia, like princess. Oh, I love it. Leia. Okay, it's uh, Hell's... <laughs> no, not Leia. Not Leia. 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 From Star Wars? Did you ever see yeah, Star... Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Leia, 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 hold on, hold on one second. So let me reiterate this stuff. It's it's amazing. So your dog sleep, your dog. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Sorry, people, listen, everyone. So um, your dog used to sleep between you and your husband. Okay. No, no, wait, no, no, wait. Not used to. Does. <laughs> does. Okay. Does. Does it has no intention to quit it? Okay, he does sleeping with those two people. And uh, two years old, uh, your dog is lab golden. What is the breed? Oh, no, he's a pomeranian. Oh, pomeranian. Okay. Yeah. So pomeranian sleeps. So during the night, who goes to pee? You, your husband, or your dog? I didn't get. It. Oh, who goes? No, I didn't see. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Well, well, I do. Okay, if you got it, if you got another shoe. Okay, but, so um, you you do party break through the. I, I got night. party. No, the, okay. and the dog is no. The, wait, the dog is cool with that. Okay, it's when my husband turns over, moves his arm, anything like that. The dog like goes nuts and bites him. Okay, and bites, and when your husband is turning in his bed, and the dog bites him. Okay, okay. What what parts of the body he bites him? Well, here's the thing. It's only when he's in. He sleeps in. Like sometimes he'll move, and he'll sleep in between us. So he'll bite his hand or whatever you know in his way. How so bad? Is your husband bleeding? No, no. He never broke skin yet, and that's what I'm concerned about. Yeah, it's it's the next. The next he's gonna break his skin. And how your husband is reacting to this abuse? <laughs> Well, 
I wake up hearing, ow! <laughs> so your husband say, ow! <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, sometimes reality is stranger than fiction. Uh, totally, okay. totally. Yeah, Can't totally. But I appreciate, I really appreciate you calling us asking solution for this problem. And, you know, you may well not like the solution, how you may will not like the medicine with the doctor prescribing you, but please don't judge uh, the doctor, which is me, by the medicine I am prescribing to you. Judge the doctor by the result you're getting by applying my medicine. So All here right. is the, so I, so I gotta give you easy way. Uh, if you don't wanna change anything, if you were, see, I, I, I cannot imagine, uh, my wife is next to me. Antonina, can you imagine so I would sleep with you and, uh, you know, some dog was biting me on you? She doesn't <laughs> even want to talk about this. Okay, so what, I'm, what, I, what I would like you to do, not you, your husband, I would like your husband sleep with you, with your dog, and uh, with the gun. Not the, real, not the real one. I don't think he got to that point yet. But the air gun by name Pet Convincer. He you can he can get it from the website petconvincer.com. Oh, wow. So yeah, it's a very humane as a matter of fact. It just uh, blows air and sound. The dogs hate it. So just he like can me. Sleep, but, yeah. <laughs> yes. Stop stop peeing and going to the through the night is going to be another solution. But she cannot help with that hell, so let me finish. Okay. It. So the thing is, uh every time when the dog the dog the dog gets aggressive with him, he he will re he will basically aim this uh, air gun, push the button, one convincing air blast, bad behavior in the past. Your dog may be not bad. He just need that. Right, right. Now, if you would like to really address this problem, I would suggest to do the following. I will, for the two free weeks, get the dog away from the bed. And I will, I will make sure he cannot jump himself, I guess, on the bed. No? No. No. So he will sleep in the little crate next to your husband's side, not to your side, next to your husband's side. If he is complaining, he, <laughs> your husband snap sight of the crate as he says, ah, or even snap it and, and still use that pet convincer. Psst. The dog is, shuts up, your husband says, good boy or good girl, and, and hug his wife and continue to sleep. First night, your dog probably will be complaining two or three times. Second yeah. night, one time. And after that, everyone is going to sleep really well. Once you get to that point, okay, I, I would, from that time, you can get back him in the bed. But, you know, he needs to learn first to respect your husband's authority. I also would really advise your husband to spend a little bit more time with your dog. Maybe um, take your dog with him when he goes pick up the milk around the corner or do something outside and a little bit train. Simple Because I'm the one who does that. You're right. Yeah, walking. Right. I would suggest just him feed your dog, not you. You should be you should be bad cop. 
He needs to be the good cop. He gives love, affection. You walk through your house like a Taliban husband who just came home, just ignoring totally your dog and not giving any attention. Your husband becoming the attention giver. And he feed the dog, taking for a walk. Train, training would be wonderful. Let's go sit, stay calm, this type of the thing. So that's going to be my solution to your problem. Give that okay. a try. Nothing, okay. nothing else to try it. It's going to no, work. I, mean, I guarantee you, just do it. Nothing to uh, try. No, I will. I will. Because you're right. I really don't want to see my husband bleeding from the neck. <laughs> and you know what? Also, I am like a, for the, this phone line, like a psychic hotline or something. I really adore you. I, I do believe... There is a great potential in you. You sounds to me like an alpha female. You really st- has a strong personality. I'm not sure about your husband because I haven't spoken with him yet, but you do. Right. So you know what Doc needs to know. You know you are the in charge. Is it female or male? You have a dog. Uh, he's a male. Yeah, that's the problem. Is you know you're female. He's the male. That's the problem. Yeah, you it's need okay. to show you're in charge there, Princess Leia. That's all I'm saying right there. Who wears the pants in the family anyway? <laughs> Yeah, we all do. Okay. <laughs> we thank you take, for your take, call take today. Example from Judy. I mean, when Judy says, "Ah, the hell is back down." Yes, he listens. Oh yeah. That. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to talk to anyone of the Dream Team. Let's face it, life happens from spills to pet stains. One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains, eliminating the need for other cleaning products. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, one shot, and it's gone. Safe for the environment, your pets, and your family. Call 1-800-874-7070 and mention Animal Radio. That's 1-800-874-7070 or go to oneshotplus.com to get yours now. Hi, this is Bill Maher. Every year, millions of animals wander away from home, and tragically, most are never reunited with their family. Now there's a way to help a stray animal find its way home. It's called Pets 911. Simply call 1-888-PETS-911 and do your part to help ensure a better future for our animal friends. For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. Is your dog a lucky dog? My dog is. She eats lucky dog cuisine. Home-cooked meals that come straight to my door. Give your dog the same natural ingredients you would if you had the time to cook for them every day. Feed your dog what Animal Radio feeds their lucky dog. Lucky dog cuisine. Great ingredients, no preservatives, straight from lucky dog's kitchen to your freezer. Visit luckydogcuisine.com for tail-wagging home-cooked meals made with love. Luckydogcuisine.com. That's luckydogcuisine.com. Does your pet become anxious when you leave the house? Do certain sounds like thunder or sirens cause your pet to feel uneasy? If your pet barks excessively or is an out-of-control chewer, you'll find the solution in Classic Cuts by Music My Pet. The principal performer for Disney's Baby Einstein has created Classic Cuts with special sounds to help calm, soothe, and relax your pet. A calm pet is a happy pet. To order your Classic Cuts, visit www.musicmypet.com or call 1-877-PET-CALM. This is Animal Radio. Are you sure which one is which? Yes. I think Jazzy and... Uh, is Jazzy and Pepper or the humans? No. It's Jazzy and... Chrissy. <laughs> They've created this perfume which uh, Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, has been wearing ever since her appearance at Petco several weeks back. Did she win? Did, did, did they come up with yeah, a, a, a personal scent for her? Uh, does, is this Not a personal yet. scent? Is, no, this isn't a personal scent. 
but I'm sure they would if I asked them. I got to say, the dogs get a little bit of an attitude, a little bit of a you know, Amit magazine. Bitch. You want to check out this month's Fido Friendly magazine? It has a big old picture of her. Ooh. You have a diva dog now, and he, she even has a little ca- a little uh, bandana that says diva. Yeah. Oh boy. Is she putting out a list yet of her requirements before she'll appear, like no brown M&Ms, things like that? She's got her list of Christmas things that she wants. But uh, What does she I want for Christmas? Is she like registered at Petco? Duh. <laughs> Where the pets go? <laughs> we talk so much about Petco on the air here, and they're not a sponsor. <laughs> Come on, they Petco. They need to correct that. Annie up. Yeah. See what I can do about that. Maybe you can make a personal visit. Bobby, since you're the social networker, can you go make a personal visit on Petco? Sure. In, your, in your new T-shirt. Your new shirt. <gasps> My shirt is the best shirt ever. Oh, the, uh, new I love my new shirt that Judy got. Judy is a good designer. <laughs> Judy, Judy is awesome. Not a lot of people know this. Animal radios are pretty much run by Judy. I'm multi-talented. <laughs> She's multi-talented. Multitasking. She's stuffing this copy in front of my face. <laughs> it says, this healthy portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Blue, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family. They're pretty color. So feed them like family with blue. You can get blue at Petco, who's not a sponsor. Blue's a sponsor. Petco's not a sponsor. Mm-hmm. How could you not want to sponsor us? We're so much fun. Some people say we're a little bit uh, edgy and controversial. What? Who's, who says that? Yeah. Some people. Some people say that. Oh, those Those people. people need to take their medication. Hey, it's Vinnie Penn, your party animal, coming at you on Animal Radio. You know one saying that I've got to tell you, it may be true, it may not be true, but even if this is true, which I would really find that hard to believe, I'm I'm sick of hearing it. And that's the saying, hey, dogs' mouths are cleaner than humans. My two beloved dogs, you know, I always gave them kisses, kisses on the head, playing with their ears and them kisses. I never really did, I'm going to come right out and say it, you know, the French kiss with my dog or the full-on their tongue lapping at my lips kiss. I never really did that. When I see people doing that, I'm always just, especially after you've just seen the dog in particular, spend a good 20 minutes giving himself, quite frankly, I'll just, I'll come right out and say it, a genital bath. And the person says, oh, come on, you know, the dog's mouths are cleaner than humans. I'm finding it hard to believe. Is there doggy scope? Has anybody, is, can I go to a pet? I, I haven't been in, in a while. Is there doggy scope? Is there doggy floss? I know my two dogs didn't get up in the morning and brush their teeth. So how is it possible that this dog who just ate a lizard, uh, lapped at his his own crotch region, maybe even you know ate his own feces or, or licked another dog's butt, his mouth is really cleaner than your own, you're saying. If that's the case, then might I suggest you just have all of your teeth and your gums removed. Just stitch your mouth up, because if your dog's mouth is cleaner than yours, then yours should never be allowed to be open again. Vinnie Penn, Party Animal, on Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. Judy dressed as a, uh, is that a Holstein cow? Finally, you got it right. Well, you've been dressed uh, this every gave year. You away, gave me away. We do this every year, and of course, uh, you match your dog. 
Uh-huh. Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, you're both black and white, and you sort of both look like... Well, you have a lot of spots, except you have these udders here. Can I touch those? Don't touch. I'm sorry. Oh, you oh. Al, who I raised know. you? That hurt. Anyway, I see that you're using some of this perfume. You brought this in. Are you using this on yourself? What is this? Yes. Well, you know, we like to match, so now we match in scent as well. Oh, okay. Judy needs help. I'm going to hold this up to the microphone. It's Pepper and Tanky Puppy Love. It is a bottle of perfume. Beverly Hills. Eau de Parfum. Puppy Love is the fragrance. That's French, by the no, way. You go. Pretend you're French. I'm the fromage. And it has one of these little bulbs on it that you squeeze to, to get a little it's bit. An of, atomizer. Is that help. what they call yes. that? That's a chick thing. So yes. I totally do. Or a spritzer. And apparently, apparently, this is for the dog. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you can share. Yeah. Well, yeah. can you? Is this something that uh, humans Works can Works on you, Hal. Are they on the phone? Do we have them on the phone? Yes. Oh, cool. Christina and Jasmine. Hi, Hi Christina and Jasmine. Yeah. Hi, guys. Hi. How are you guys? Very good. Where are we We're calling good. you? We're good. We're smelling much yeah, better. Yeah, uh, it smells, it smells uh, very... Great here in the studio. Great. Yeah, uh-huh. best the studio's ever smelled. Oh, that's fabulous. So tell us, are you in Beverly Hills right now? Where are you? Where are we calling you? We are in Beverly Hills. We're in Los Angeles. And um, we're really excited about this interview and just to kind of hear your thoughts about uh, which scent you like most. Well, I'm very excited about this interview, too. I only have one scent in no, front of me. Is here's there... a sample. Oh, yes. there's several samples? I personally like Shut the... up and sniff, Hal. Yes. I like the Vanilla Wolf. That's my favorite. Vanilla Wolf. Here, Bobby, try yes. this. Over here. <laughs> here's a peaches Oh, that makes me want a cookie. <laughs> Why do I want a cookie now? Big Dog. I have peaches and cream. Which one is that? You big, dog. big Dog. What's Big Dog? Big dog's the one for the more masculine uh, oh, dog, and is... it's more uh, it's more for the male uh, Ooh, pet that we would actually use. Smells that on. like my uh, what I use. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Very musky. Well, there's one for you. <laughs> oh, thanks. That was a nice way to say it. Uh, so, tell me, what what makes you want to create uh, perfumes for dogs, and how is it doing? Well, it's doing great. I mean, we've had, um, we've actually expanded within the U.S., and now we're expanding internationally. And I think that for most people, they love it because of the fact that they don't have to take their pets into the groomers as often. And the groomers love it because they put the scents on their dogs and whoever they have as clientele. And when people are coming in, they feel that their grooming is lasting much longer. So overall, I just feel like um, we've had such great responses. And I'm sure Jasmine can tell a little bit more with regard to, um, you know, the more posh people that want to kind of spray it around their dogs uh, for different purposes as well. Now, are the ingredients different because it's being used on animals versus humans? Yeah, that's what I... Is there is there alcohol still in this? How does that work? There, there is alcohol, but um, the alcohol content is very, very low. Uh, so we do have about 40% alcohol, depending on the scent. Rather than mm-hmm. 95% alcohol. But it is safe for our oh. dogs, right? It's all made with natural absolutely. oils. Natural. Yeah, it's all made with natural oh, good. oils. Okay. And actually, because it's made in France, um, they have stricter guidelines as far as cosmetic oh, yeah. fragrances for pets. They do the French there all that way. We love them. <laughs> yes, oh, yes, we do. <laughs> so it's totally safe. I have to admit, uh, Ladybug just picked up her nose. We are spraying these Does scents like all them? over. She likes them. Is she going to wear some uh, when she goes out? 
She always for Halloween, does. Yes. yes. What she costume is not complete without your sense? Yes. This is in between her baths. She, she might does. attract more friends. Yes, they're following <laughs> what's her. What's great is that the scents last for about two to three days. Wow. Now, the best thing, what I do is I spray it on my hands, and then I kind of rub my hands together. Then I kind of pet her mm. on her yes. body. That's my I favorite. don't want to spray it directly on her. And it's not meant to because, you know, it, it kind of freaks the dogs out in a sense where... They're like, what are you doing to me? Uh-huh. And you don't want it somewhere where they're like, it's, it gets into their eyes. Sensitive. Right. Just so it's safe. And they, and they actually like the scent. Well, you know, she comes to me. I put it on my hands, and I don't have to chase her down to put it on her. She comes to me. She oh, likes the so smell. And well, then she, look just, at her. Look at her. I tell you. She, she likes this one here. Which so one do you I. have? So do I. Peaches and cream oh, here. That's her favorite. She picked her nose up. Yeah, what's that, that about? Because it doesn't smell like peaches and cream. Is it supposed to? It is, actually. We wanted to have these four different types of scents so that it's, uh, you know, it's a uh, different it's... scent for each person, we should say, because yes. every person. Yeah. One would like vanilla, which is more of the vanilla bean. One would like more of the peaches, which is more of the fruitful, playful. Puppy love is more of the uh, sort of softer, powdery scent. So what and you're saying is my peaches and cream might smell different on a German Shepherd than it, than it would on a Chihuahua, as we all have our own individual uh, uh, additions to the scent. Body oils, correct. That's mm-hmm. correct. And pets are actually the same way and you will see a different reaction from different pets depending on uh, which ones they like and a lot of um, you know (laughs) it's not allergic which is the best part because uh, Tanky which is the pit bull that I own um, Tanky wears big dog and because obviously he's a big dog but Uh um, and he loves it so it's we've we've been getting extremely wonderful uh, reactions from people and it's just great to see it because a lot of the owners love to just see their pets smell great a ladybug was asleep in the studio. We had put her out with our taco night. She normally falls asleep during the show, but she yeah, is up. And she likes this. She likes the peaches and cream. Peaches and cream. And in yeah. fact, we're going to... Can we give away these gift baskets? Oh, these are lovely gift baskets. Cool. Swag. Yes. Tell us a little more. Is there a website people can go to learn more about Pepper and Tanky? Of course. It's www.pepperandtanky.com. Okay. And it's and is spelled out a n d tanky dot com. Okay, very good. I'm going to give away. Uh, you're going to give away two giveaway baskets. We have two full size bottles of peaches and cream. My personal favorite. There, <laughs> I will endorse that. In fact, I'm going to take this little sampler hey. and take it home. See if my wife likes it. I'm not even going to tell her that it's uh, for the for dog. The dog. <laughs> <laughs> see, the last three days too. Uh, it also includes the big dog. This is the masculine. Uh, yeah, for the bigger. For the dog, right. yeah, and vanilla wolf and puppy love. The two travel size bottles of that and another giveaway and also the Oak Ridge Boys and they have a brand new single out. I'm going to throw in their single there so you'll have the music and the perfume for your dog uh, all wow. right here by the end of the show here. Rocking and smelling I'm loving good. it. Loving it. This is good stuff. Fun stuff. It is. We wish you the best with your endeavor there. Thank you and thank you for everything you do and we love Animal Radio and we support it and we just think you guys are such a wonderful cause out there so we look forward to seeing you soon. You put a smile on we all of our guys. faces here. Thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you. Love you. Bye-bye. That's all we have time for today. Remember everything you've heard on today, everything at AnimalRadio.com. This is Animal Radio Network.